0: Welcome to the Health Leaders Finance Podcast, sponsored by Bank of America. I'm Melanie Blackman, Strategy Editor for Health Leaders. In uncertain times, one thing is certain. Bank of America Healthcare Banking is by your side with the resources, solutions, and visions to see you through. Drawing on decades of experience serving hospitals, healthcare facilities, and institutions, We deliver smart solutions that make it easier to do business and the expertise to help you take on what's next. Joining me today is Kevin Crane, Head of Workplace Solutions Integration for Bank of America. Kevin, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Today we'll be talking about a new health leader survey sponsored by Bank of America which found a great need for financial wellness program offerings for hospital, health system, and healthcare organization employees. I'm looking forward to our conversation, Kevin. And with that, let's get started. Why was Bank of America interested in conducting the survey?
1: We've been interested for many years in the topic of employee financial wellness. But unfortunately, when you look at the past year and the unprecedented crisis that faced not only in this country but in the world, around people's health and well-being, particularly from an employee standpoint, it made a study like this even more paramount. So what we were particularly interested in this study to look at was the impact of the health economic crisis on employees' overall well-being, employees' financial stability, or instability, unfortunately. The benefits employers were offering and employers enhancing are doing more in benefits in the past year and in what areas and employers overall accelerating the help to employees. We were particularly also interested in the hospital, the medical field industry segment. One, because of the enormous stress and strain that employees in, in those systems had to go through in the past year. We believe the employees feelings potentially of instability of dramatic stress and concern. And again, what could employers do to help those employees through this unprecedented time?
0: What key insights did you learn from the survey? A a
1: number, actually. First, there is no doubt employees not only want but need significant help and assistance. And I say those two things because in the past, you may see situations where employees, they, they think they need help, but they really don't pursue. They really don't push the employer to give it to them particularly in the past year on the survey showed this employees they not only desire the help, they, they will take it, they will use it. They're demanding of their employer so much more to help in the system, assist them through this this difficult time. Second, uh, not surprising, but a reality, employees are stressed and stressed from an overall wellness. So you think the combination of health and financial, unfortunately those two things are colliding and, and in the employees case they're feeling tremendous strain on both sides. Uh, particularly again in the past year when you have the issue of the pandemic from healthcare consideration. But that, that issue of the pandemic could also get employees particularly concerned about their employment. And then the employees could have immediate financial instability issues. So we, we saw a real stress on the employees on overall wellness, but particularly as we were interested to study financial uh, well-being. Third, employers, they offer good benefits in general. I, I think the healthcare field particularly, they offer good benefits, they offer robust benefits, but the employees, what we found in this study, may not fully understand, appreciate the breadth and depth of those offerings and how to utilize them. So there's that disconnect. Uh, the employers are doing more, they're offering more, uh, their benefits are there, but they have to continue to figure out ways to communicate, and, and understand, communicate differently, multi-generational, because younger age groups communicate too. You. you have to do it differently than older groups to get the appreciation and benefits. And then last, there is a divergence. I mean, one thing we saw like an employee assistant programs in the survey, there's a bit of a divergence in terms of employers offering it, employees not really understanding and utilizing it. And, and I mentioned that because that is a particularly important program, particularly in the past year to help people uh, work through issues. Uh, So again, they need to do more on the communication side to get the appreciation and utilization by employees.
0: Did you learn any surprises from the survey?
1: I I wouldn't say I learned surprises. I probably had things reinforced very strongly in terms of what we thought potentially would be issues. And, And I'll give an example. Employers are still defining what financial wellness means, what it means, what they have to do about it, what they need to offer. We also found in the survey, you know, a bit of a dichotomy. A, a good amount of employers weren't really doing enough or a good deal in the financial wellness space yet, but they went on to say they do think they have a very strong responsibility, even to the point of a fiduciary responsibility to offer financial wellness. Now I don't, I don't take that as a negative. I actually take that as a leading indicator positive that if the employer in their mind, particularly after the past year says, wow, I need to do a lot more. And financial wellness in general to help my employees. And I need to figure out what that is and work with others. Um, obviously, you know, we do a lot of that work with, with employers to figure out what that is. The leading indicator to me is the employers are already have in their mind, they need to be responsible for it. So they're saying that they almost have a fiduciary responsibility to do it is great because if they feel that they're going to do something. So it's a leading indicator to me that they are going to quickly accelerate for those that aren't doing it and do far more robust financial wellness offerings for their employees. So that that was a kind of a major reinforcement to me of a bit of a dichotomy between actual offering of programs by employers versus what they feel the importance is. But I think, you know, there's a there's a positive sign coming out of that.
0: How can employers work with their employees to close the gap on the negative impacts of the pandemic that have caused financial, physical and emotional wellness stress levels to rise?
1: I think the key thing in that question is, you know, what and where in the employee's life is the impact? And unfortunately, but a reality with the pandemic is, it was immediacy. It was immediate financial life issues. I mean, it could be to the extent of concern about relief from a mortgage or or a rent standpoint. It could mean concern over their employment. It could mean concern over, um, in terms of their immediate financial life paying bills it could be student debt. So what we what we saw in this in the past year, what was put front and center was immediate financial issues, immediate financial instability. And I mentioned that because historically, that was not an area the employer did that much in. They did more work in the longer term savings aspect of it for retirement. So again, actually a good that comes from it is an acceleration from an employer standpoint, and also, you know, there were public policy things done in Washington on this during this time period to give more access to monies on the immediate financial security. So a few things I, I mean that come out of that, you know, what can employers do? First, I think more work needs to be done on emergency savings. It was clear in this, a lot of people did not have the emergency savings they needed. Uh, now there were other reliefs given to people, which was great. But I do think it puts front and center that it is said you need emergency savings for a number of months or six months or a year's worth of income. That's going to be a reality, unfortunately, at times in your life. So I think emergency savings programs, I mean, one of our most robust benefit offerings we have today and what we call financial life benefits is a banking program we do with employers to help encourage employees to bank and to um, open up savings accounts and to build emergency savings. So that's one. Second, student debt. I mean student debt came right to the forefront. Again, fortunately in the past year relief was given, but it's not permanent relief. And student debt is a big issue, particularly for the younger population in terms of how do they balance paying off their student debt versus they know they need to save in different areas long term and medium term. And are are there ways that employers can help, you know, through stipends given to employees or doing other creative things, help employees plan and cut and through that? I would say third, the health side. You know, there is a connection between physical and, and financial. So It's unfortunately a little bit of a a circular situation. If you are having financial stress, then your physical well-being is probably at risk because of the stress you face. If you are having physical issues, then your financial is probably going to be stressed because of taking care of your physical well-being. So I think in the pandemic, and employers started to do this, the activism around, particularly the, the pandemic, vaccination support, vaccination information, just constant information about testing, the employer, you know, Giving more backup child care, things like that to help alleviate the employee who's working in terms of also trying to get through this period with their and their family being healthy.
0: What are the top financial wellness programs for an employer to begin offering their employees?
1: The first thing to do an effective financial wellness program is you need to generally orient it around the life stages of an employee while employed and beyond. What do I mean by that? The employee has an immediate life stage as they work for you. The employee has an intermediate and the employee has a long-term. So an effective financial wellness program, if you think of it as an umbrella, what falls underneath that in the immediate part of an employee's life, as I just said, banking programs, encouraging people to bank and to save, emergency savings program, student debt modeling, and maybe student debt assistant programs, those all are part in that immediate pillar of an effective financial wellness program. Intermediate, the intermediate phase of someone's life. Health savings, if you offer a health savings accounts, very effective to start to build medium to longer term the need to fund healthcare expenses of the future. Wealth planning, people in the intermediate phase of career, they're starting to think they may start to have families. Education savings, thinking about that. Home ownership. So that goes into it. And then the long term are the traditional things that probably were already part of quote a financial wellness program, but still should be reinforced. The long-term part of employee's life, think 401k, think again, health savings, HSAs in particular, the combination of those two. Because if you think of 401k, health savings, and then social security, that's really the three legs to the stool of someone's long-term retirement security. Assuming they don't have a defined benefit plan also that will fund their retirement. If they have that, that's great. That's another uh, long-term feature. And then I would say in the long-term, wealth planning and early retirement planning, retiree planning, You know, helping people You know, in their early 50s, not waiting till 60 or 65, think about what retirement may be in the future and how do they plan for it. You know, when we put that all together, our financial wellness program we offer employers is called financial life benefits purposely because it is all those things contribute to hopefully a healthy, productive financial life for the employee, immediate, intermediate and long term.
0: Would you be willing to share a story or scenario you have experienced or been impacted by with regards to the participation of financial wellness.
1: When you work on a topic as broadly as financial wellness with employers and you listen, something very tangible can come from that that may not have existed. And I'll give a quick example. So three or four years ago, we we started to think about how could we help employers again in that immediate financial security side of some of life. And how could we put together being a bank and, and, and dealing with people every day as a bank, but put together a program that actually employers would see as a benefit to offer their employees. And, and historically, it's not something that's really in the industry been, been done all that well. And we were thinking about it, but actually a client came along who said, we really need this. We need you as a bank because we have a younger generation. They're getting paychecks. They're not banking. They're not direct depositing. We don't know what the employees are doing with the money. We need to help encourage these young employees in terms of saving and, and give them incentives to save. So literally working with that client, we incubated an offering, a a banking program that, you know, truly would incent, you know, with no fee banking and with other features to encourage people if they're not yet banking to bank and to build up savings and to build their financial foundation of their life. And then spent the next three years and actually with a relatively significant number of healthcare clients, interestingly, because they quickly ran to this as something they were interested in to incubate further. Is this a real offering? Is this something employers are gonna want and their employees are gonna wanna utilize? And, you know, it was it was really cool, having been in the business a long time, to literally build a benefit offering in combination with clients, addressing a need that was becoming very heightened and urgent. And now today sitting with, with an offering that, you know, we look at it as no different than 401ks and HSAs in terms of importance to employers and really getting a r- lot of receptivity, particularly from the healthcare industry field. Uh, This is something employers are believing is important to help encourage their employees to have a better immediate financial life.
0: Kevin, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been wonderful speaking with you.
1: Thank you so much uh, for taking the time and thank you for the questions. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you to Bank of America for sponsoring today's episode. And thank you to our listeners for joining us on the Health Leaders Finance Podcast. Until next time, keep taking care of your patients and each other.